Are you ready for something more, better, or different? Have you been looking for more success in your life? Here is your opportunity. Dr. Young's show, Transformation for Success, will help you discover a future for change with possibility thinking, new vision, and creative solutions to impact a more fulfilling lifestyle. Dr. Barbara is an accomplished leader and change guru who is passionate about helping others to gain the triumphs and successes that lie ahead. She brings you up close and personal with interviews from successful experts, corporate leaders, sports figures, entertainment personalities, coaches, thought leaders, and authors who dared to dream, take risks, and gain success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello and welcome. It's Transformational Tuesday with your radio talk show host, Dr. Barbara Young. I want to give a big shout out to all of my international, national, and local listeners. Boy, do we have an amazing show for you today. You're going to hear the transformational story of a man who is one of the most influential singer, songwriters, producer, and music arrangers in the world of R&B, rap, and pop music. He's going to share how he succeeded in all of his musical challenges and endeavors from rhythm and blues, jazz, pop, rock, opera, hip-hop, or even Middle Eastern music. He has a successful career that extends over four decades as a hit maker, and today he still remains a first-call songwriter, producer, an arranger for major record labels, producers, and musicians looking for fresh material. He's now CEO of Industrial Strength Music, a company he founded in 1977. But this man is so interesting. And one of the things that I wanted to just share, you're going to hear this transformational story of Mr. Bruce A. Hawes, singer, songwriter, producer, arranger, and author. It's interesting that people can tell you their favorite songs and the artist who sing them, but many seldom know the songwriter's name. But today, we are featuring the gentleman today, whose songs have been recorded over a span, as I said, of five decades. And there were big hits during the time, and they still remain tops on many adult contemporary playlists throughout the world. So I want you to call your friends, tell them, stay tuned. They want to hear this extraordinary man's journey and how he became a super multi-talented singer, songwriter, producer, arranger, and author. We're broadcasting live and you can listen to us on the Empowerment Business and Influencers channels. We're also syndicated on six different venues, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And I'm inviting you to call in the show if you have any questions of my guest today. 1-888-346-9141. And you're welcome to ask any questions of my guests. Now, let me get to my guest, Mr. Bruce Howes. Welcome to Hi. the Transformation Project. So, I'm so happy to have you. I'm delighted <laughs> to be finally connected. How are you doing down there in Florida? <laughs> oh, wonderful. I, I stay completely isolated. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, I... Um... I try to take care of myself. I listen to <clears throat> the warnings and everything. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's, you know, just to be safe. And just well, I, I wear my mask. I wear my mask well, out. Yes, so, <laughs> so that I can keep my neighbors safe 
and I expect them to keep me safe. And I'm sure they're doing it. You know, Bruce, you've had such an incredulous career. And as I went to this major long introduction of you, because I think you deserve it, uh, because of what you've done and contributed to the history of music today, and still remaining a first call songwriter and producer and arranger, I want to know, as many people, you know, inquiring minds want to know, and I said, many people recognize the songs and they'll recognize the artists who played, you know, who sang them, but never the Mm -hmm. person who wrote them. So tell me a bit of how it all began for you, this young boy growing up in New Jersey. Well, I I started off in New Jersey when uh, my father built his first home in 1953. Uh And uh, I guess my father, I never realized that... My father, I didn't realize that I was my father until I was sitting down in my living room mm-hmm. typing my book. And, um, and, I sit, and I had a flashback when my father was alive. I used to always see him sitting down writing. And, um, you, know, he, you know, he was a minister, but he mm-hmm. was always... Uh, tell the story, you know, from uh-huh. A to Z. And so I realized, oh, my God, I am my father. <laughs> so really, and um, it began when I was three years old, and I, my mother and my two sisters were singing in front of the church, and I was sitting on my godmother's lap. And I jumped off the, her lap and went down to uh, the front of the church, and I grabbed the mic and I began singing. Oh my goodness! And that's where that's where my career began. So, and uh, my mother and my father recognized that I could sing. <laughs> they said, "Uh oh, <laughs> we have a new member." So, we became the Hollis Trio, and we traveled around the country, and and, and my father would preach and we would sing, and my mother would teach us. Says you won't get any breakfast until you learn this song. So it's like you going to learn this song. Yeah, I'm ready to eat. I remember my mother cutting me a, uh, a slice of bread to have with my meal, <clears throat> but she cut it in half. And I looked around; everyone had a whole post, a whole piece of toast. I said, "I want a bigger bread and a bigger butter." <laughs> really? <laughs> and so that. That kind of mindset stayed with me all all of my life. That I uh, wanted bigger. more. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And so I, how did you... um, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm waiting. So that, okay. So what that means is that um, you have to dig down deeper, like Dr. Alifera said to me. You have to dig down deeper to have a fulfilled life, you have to, because you can't just do it halfway, otherwise you will not have a whole slice of bread. So I, don't, I consider that I won't have a complete career unless I dig deeper and take it all the way to the end. Well, I mean, you really have, did, you really have done a tremendous job with your life. Um, you know, Bruce, I'm curious, um, what do you feel early in life were some of your greatest accomplishments? Because I know you were a singer in a gospel group. And 
when did you, you know, start to write songs for this gospel yeah. group? Because you could sing. So now, uh, how did you develop this writing, and where do you feel that came from? Uh, you know, the funny thing is, uh, in high school, I studied, uh, you know, English prose and English lit. In fact, my uh, English teacher said uh, she recruited me for a performing arts class. And she says, it's still English, but the good news is you get to go to the annex, and then you would uh, uh, leave the school after lunch. The bad news is that you have a two-period English class. (laughs) So I was in, and uh, I studied the 101 sonnets of Shakespeare, uh, stage production, and et cetera. So that was after I began playing. That was the first year, second year of my high school. But one thing that I did understand, um, sitting at the piano, you have to have a formula. And as I was developing my songwriting skills in order to write some, in order to learn how to play, because I taught myself, except for one song, which uh, my cousin's cousin from from, from his mother's side taught me one song, which was Walk Around Heaven. And... And uh, what happened was um, I recognized patterns at age 14. And so I, the song Walk, Walk Around Heaven is, is just a very simple pattern. Uh-huh. When I studied Shakespeare, studied Shakespeare and prose and uh, poetry, it was variable patterns. In poetry, you know, some poems are simplistic, but it added to my skill as a songwriter. The first song that I wrote was uh, I Want to Live for Thee. And I learned, I taught it to my, I decreated it two months after I learned Walk Around Heaven. And I performed it in a live recording, and uh, <clears throat> I uh, conducted a hundred, over a hundred voice choir wow. so, and taught, taught it to them at age 14. You probably, if you were sitting, standing in the, in the back row, you probably couldn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> I was a 14-year-old babe. So oh my then that the next year, my sister said, let's start a group. I, she had some friends of hers, and we called ourselves the, the Ebony's. And I, I played the piano, and uh, I guess I made up, I started making up more songs. And, uh, and then on the first day of 11th grade, my sister was gone. She had graduated. That was tragic for me because um, 
the first day of school, um, Ms. Baines and Ms. Weingrad approached me and said, we want you to uh, do a, a solo for in front of the entire school at uh, assembly. And you'll learn the song and then um, and you'll, you'll perform it. Well, uh, the song was a Johnny Mathis song. And it was... Chances are... Was it, wasn't Chances are, I know. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was the shadow of your smile. Okay. And um, I, I, after I learned the song, they said, tomorrow morning you're going to go come into the auditorium through the stage door at the uh, stage left of the auditorium stage. And I did, and, and the house lights were up. And so what happened was Ms. Uh, Baines went out there and announced me, we have a special guest, one of your classmates is going to sing a solo, and the, all the house lights were up, were on. And then when she came back, she cut off the house lights. It's like, oh my God, I've never performed solo. <laughs> so it was like, and I couldn't get my feet to move. I froze. And then I told myself, if you don't go out there, you'll never be able to stand alone. And I pushed myself forward. To and all there was was a spotlight on the mic. <clears throat> Ms. Weingrad played the intro, and I began singing. And I sang the routine all the way through. Wow. To my surprise, wow. to my surprise, student and staff gave me a standing ovation. Wonderful. I said, wow. So in the long run, and, and the small, the bigger picture is you have to push yourself to do things that you're afraid to do. But once mm -hmm. you get out there, you can, <laughs> you'll never know what will be the result. It could be amazing. And it was amazing for me. And it sounds like it was amazing too. And when you reflect back, Bruce, do you think that mm -hmm. was possibly your big start? I would say that was even bigger than the 13 years before, or, or, or nine years, I said 12 years before, starting with my family, because there was over a thousand people in the auditorium. Oh my. So quite an experience for you, and yeah, probably was a big start. Well, it was, it was, but I, but I like what you big, said, though. It, it was a big start, but the point was, I had to push myself. And I, I even, like even now, I, I sit here and I think, had I not pushed myself, this, all of this would not have been. Well, that's one of the things I was admiring that statement, and I think it resonates with a lot of people maybe during this time, too, during these challenging times, to push sure. yourself, even if you are afraid. 
and you'll be surprised at what might be your big start. So I really Absolutely. like that. Um, Bruce, yeah, we're well, also mm-hmm. we're also going to talk about um, in this next um, section of our interview some of the challenges um, that you went through, and moreover, some of the things that you had to do to overcome them. Because with every successful person, there's also great challenge. I've also learned the greater the success, the bigger the challenges. So we're going to go into a little bit, if you don't mind sharing, some of the challenges um, that you had to overcome. So we're going to take a quick break. And listeners, we're going to be right back with my guest, Mr. Bruce Hawes, and he's got a lot more to share. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking to watch some great video content with entertaining stories and exciting dialogue with some of the world's leading guests? Well, tune in. Transformation Success TV Network each week. This network is designed to give you high-definition quality programming on eight different channels for your enjoyment that will help you get excited and inspired, whether it's on the professional development, relationship inspiration, health and financial wellness, sports and entertainment, and music to inspire. This state-of-the-art programming will motivate and educate you to be better. So whether you want to talk financial wellness or sports, all you have to do is tune in and go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch the Videos button and get ready to be transformed. Again, go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch the Videos button and it will take you to the channel for your listening and viewing pleasure. If you would like to host your own show, please send your requests to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to my interview today with Mr. Bruce Hawes, singer, songwriter, producer, arranger, and author. This is a gentleman whose songs were recorded over a span of five decades and still remain hits today. So, Bruce, as we were talking in the earlier part of the show, you had a Mm -hmm. very big start at 14 in a high school gymnasium, I guess, or auditorium with a thousand people. And that was really something that you shared. Push yourself even if you are afraid. And look what happened to you. So one of the Um, things that I had posed before we went on break was what were mm -hmm. some of your your challenges during this fantastic career you've had? And what did you do to overcome them? Well, Well, first of all, 
when I uh, when I was with the I was in college at uh, Ivy League College. I did two semesters, and I went home, and my father uh, bought me a car for Christmas. But I wasn't going. I I was torn. I didn't know what to, I wanted to do with my life. I knew I wanted to be a businessman like my father, <clears throat> but he was a banker, and I was uh, uncertain what I wanted to do with my life. So I quit college, and I drove my car in the middle of the night over to my brother's house. <laughs> so that was the first challenge. Um, I had, I had to figure out for myself how to get uh, my license, which I did, but my father didn't tell me that he was going to take me. I just disappeared. So it was like, um, you didn't tell me. So I was, trying, I was just forging my own way the best I knew how, logically. And uh, my father didn't give me credit for being a logical man. My brother and an agent, he's now deceased, Scott Hawes, he says, you so always call me Spock. <laughs> so he says, you're so logical. And so I, I approached my life when I quit, got, quit college, logically. What should I do the next move? What is my next move? Well, first of all, in everybody's life, you're going to have challenges. And so what I did was I went and got a job as a banker, bank teller. And uh, as well as I, would, I joined this, this choir called the Overbrook Singers. Uh, not only could I pay, pay my, own, my own way, I could also develop songs. And so I'm, 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 I'm providing transportation as well as uh, a vehicle, a palette for me to paint, which I consider, you know, my songs as uh, uh, a form of, of art. So I quit the, gr the group in August. I wrote a song uh, in honor of my girlfriend and a guest from the first choice that no man put asunder. I wrote this song called I Could Never Repay Your Love because I wasn't angry <clears throat> that she quit me. I just went broken hearted. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so expressing myself through the song was my way of moving forward. And so unfortunately for me, Three months later, she um, invited me down to meet her manager. <clears throat> and her manager uh, had me sitting there for about a hour or two. And then and it finally came out and says, Stan said he couldn't see you. He's uh, the manager of the Delphonics. And... Uh, Joe Jefferson and uh, Nat Trevor Rebellion. So I said, well, that's okay, Annette. Because what happened was um, 
it was a, like a scene from this movie that was presented to me. Uh, Christine <laughs> Swanson that did, did directed the movie of Precious. Um, yes. She uh, showed me this scene where this guy and this girl grew up together, and then he finally says, "What?" He said, uh, "Summer, what would you say if someone told you that they loved you, that you knew that, that they love you?" She stood up. The horns, uh, train uh, horn, rang in the in the background, and he he leaned over and he kissed her. And she pulled back. And he said, at least I felt something. And that reminded me of that moment when I had visited Annette before she invited me to her manager's office. Well, I, I, I said graciously, uh, well, thank you, Annette. And I went down <clears throat> to a uh, few blocks away to a Needix hot dog stand. That's all the money I had. I had enough money to buy a hot dog. <laughs> when I walked in to the uh, restaurant, a song called I'll Be Around was playing on the jukebox. And I said, hmm, I like that song. And so I lived north about 10 miles, but I walked south. <laughs> and I was holding my head down, which I never do. You know, I'm, I'm always upbeat. I'm proud, you know, but I, but I walk, and uh, I walk right into Broad and Spruce, where the uh, Academy of Music, and to the left was this building, uh, 309 South Broad Street, uh, the Marion Theater, on the, and uh, I had just met this guy two nights ago, who, met, who I met in front of the church. Uh, where my my old group had been performing, so I called up. I stopped. I had enough change for ten cents for a phone call. I called up to his office. I said, "Hi, I'm Bruce Hawes that you just met in front of uh, Enon Baptist Church two days ago," and uh, he said, "Oh, come on up." Another one of those uh, walk-in when one door closes. Another one opens. That's so exactly in, right. And I went upstairs, and uh, the guy introduced me to T Life. He said, he "Recorded my songs. Three, I only had three songs. I said, I could never repay your love. I won't have time to worry, and I just wanted to be me." Uh, those were the only three non-gospel songs that I had. Well. He said, well, come back next week, and I'll tell you what I can do. I, he came back the following week, and he said, look, man, I can't do anything. I'm just a staff writer. <laughs> so, so he said, but there's a guy around the corner that can help you. Not only was did one door open, two door open for me from that day. And uh, when I came back, he walked me around to see, meet a guy named Tom Bell. And, uh, and uh, I auditioned all three songs for him. And uh, Earl Shelton, the, the, the uh, president of the publishing company, stood in the following uh, cabinet room 
and, and Tommy walked me out of his office. He said, well, Tom, how do you do? He said, pretty good, bub, pretty good. And I walked to the end of the hallway, and he whipped out a contract. He says, we want you to sign this exclusive contract, but we're, we're not going to give you a salary. I, what the hell I know, I'm only a teenager. <clears throat> so I signed the contract. And uh, he says, we want you to come every day and see what happens. Well, <laughs> the big, there was no problem with coming every day. I wasn't working at that point. But my parents had told me, you'll not get any allowance, you'll get no money, until you go back to college. <laughs> so I had to walk every day 10 miles. Wow. So did I want, did I want this? Well, I wanted something. <laughs> what the heck? I, you know. Obviously. I wanted, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't looking for, <clears throat> I, I didn't know what to look for. But I, at least I was given a, a room with a piano. <laughs> so, you know. The same thing that had all the keys, because I, my piano only had 44 of the 88 keys. <laughs> so, at home, and it was, um, it was an opportunity to do what I had been uh, developed for the past five, four years. So, <clears throat> we, we, uh, one day, and after three months, Charles Simmons, my writing partner, walked in and said, Tommy's doing your song, the string and rent horn arrangement on your song today. I said, wow. Because I, before you came in, I was up there thinking, what am I doing down here? This is a dark, dank, <laughs> stinky building office. And, um, you know, I've been walking for, for from October through January, every day. So it was really a relief to uh, to discover Tommy was doing something because when he said that he was going to cut my song the next week, I was trying to figure out what cut means. You know, I didn't know what <laughs> this jargon that they were talking about. But as through it all. One thing leads to another. I walked in, he played the song, and I said, oh, I know what I'm doing here. I'm in the big time. <laughs> so, it's like, really? So as years go on, I have, I have pretty much incredible success. One hit record, one hit album, one gold album after another. Ten uh, in a row. And so... It turned out to be, as, as a key, pushing and taking a chance, pushing forward, taking a chance, and you never know what, you may have success, as long as you're dedicated to what you do, and you, and you create craft, a skill, and, uh, so you can have longevity, and that's what I did. I have formulas that I can go to uh, in poetry, 
when I write lyrics, I can flip the patterns, and I can write, always write a song when I sit down at the piano. So that's what, uh, what that led to. But then, in uh, 1976, I flew to Africa with uh, Bunny Sigler. Then I, it was, everything was peaceful, and when I got back, everything was topsy-turvy. Everybody was saying, they're taking all the money. I said, uh, but does, don't they own the company? And I said, well, how are they taking the money? And my partners couldn't explain it. I mean, they're just, they were just angry at the numbers. <clears throat> and it didn't make sense to me because I need to understand what I'm doing. That's what the key to my logic is. You've got to know what you're doing. You just don't jump out there <clears throat> with, uh, with the understanding, with your own understanding. You have to learn the business. You have to learn. And so I turned around and went back to work. Joe and Charlie, they left. But a year later, Earl Shelton came upstairs and gave me my, oh, I've been looking for you. Here's your statement on your check. And I had a, wow. <laughs> it, so, you know, that was normal. But um, the point was, I, I suddenly had a thought. I said, ask Earl, I asked Earl a question. I said, Earl, how do these numbers in the statement get into there? What is the, uh, what's the formula? He said, don't worry about it. Go back in your room and write. Well, I said, okay. And I walked back into my room. And I, I said, as long as I stay at six, why didn't Earl tell, answer my question? Maybe he didn't have time. Maybe he thinks I'm stupid. You know, I couldn't understand what he would be saying. But there was one thing I knew. I had to go. At that point, I had to leave the company. So I went up over the piano, got a box, and I put it in my scoring pad, <clears throat> different uh, my tapes, my boombox, and I left. I and got with in my that, Corvette. With that, Bruce, we're going to bookmark mm -hmm. this because we're going to have to mm -hmm. take another commercial break. But I want to do just right. a little short recap. You made a decision, dropped out of college, went became a bank teller, yeah. lost a love mm -hmm. that turned you on mm -hmm. to a company that later you found yourself at age 20 writing and producing your first mid-tempo soulful spring instrumental bittersweet for the Sound of oh, Philadelphia yeah. Orchestra. So here you are at 20, becoming a successful songwriter, singer, and producer, and ready Actually, to bring yeah. somebody else on. So your songwriting success, we're going to talk about what the roots are that you call your basic ingredients for hit songs. So, listeners, yes. stay tuned. This has been a very fascinating journey with Mr. Bruce Hawes, my guest for today. So, listeners, stay tuned. And if you have those questions, you can call in 
1-888-346-9141. This is Dr. Barbara Young, and we'll be right back. Thank you for listening. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have there been experiences in your life that you could only explain that there was a divine connection or intervention? Well, the new show, God's Hookups, with your host, Dr. Barbara Young, airing live on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. This show features each week up close and personal interviews with men and women from all walks of life who will share with you their stories and testimonies about unexplainable miracles, blessings, and encounters that can only be of a God's hookup. So look out every Friday for three powerful shows that will ignite your faith and stir up your hope at 1130, 1.30, and 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you would like to be a guest to share your amazing story of a God hookup, please contact Dr. Barbara Young at drb at godshookups.com for more information. And to watch on YouTube, just go to God's Hookups and click to subscribe. We're on Alexa smart speakers and connected devices. Hey Alexa, play Being Here podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello and welcome back to my interview today with the famous Mr. Bruce Howes, and he has absolutely given us a blueprint of his life and his early career. And now at age 20, here he is writing and producing his mid-tempo soulful swing instrumental that kicks him off to become a successful songwriter, singer, and producer. One of the things that he points out, and when I had a chance to talk with him earlier, that his songwriting success comes from his basic ingredients for hit songs. And Mr. Hawes, can you tell us what your songwriting success or what your basic ingredients for hit songs were? As you put it in your words. Yes. I I can tell you that uh, how you can be consistent is to learn patterns and as well as wordsmithing. I was fortunate to study uh, Shakespeare and poetry in college and and high school. And that was the key to my lyric writing, music creations, and uh, classical music taught me patterns. And I applied that along with the gospel to create unique patterns. And I never get uh, writer's block. Because there's always a new way of turning around similar patterns, but it's always going to be new because you've never arranged it that way. 
Mm-hmm. One, so, of, one of the things is interesting that you shared with me that your formula, one of your basic ingredients, was that you paint a story that listeners oh, yeah. can easily follow, make it memorable sure. with a relevant subject that is common Absolutely. to all. And that's been the secret like, uh, of your song, songwriting success. Well, like in um, Games People Play and Sadie, it's the theme is you've got to start from the beginning of the story. Like, uh, once there was a boy and girl, that's where we start. And we concluded with, you need a mighty love that was coarse. Sadie, you talk about what happened in your life. And then you come up with, when you get to the pattern point of uh, in that title of the song, which I turned to Joe and then Charlie, I said, what's your mother's name? Joe said his mother's name was something. I still don't remember. I said, my <laughs> mother's name is Miriam. Mir- Mir- uh-huh. And it was, it uh-huh. sounded kind of fumbly. But Charlie said, I said, Charlie, what's your mother's name? He said, Sadie. Wow. And I just I said, that's it. And I sang and wrote every note of, of the course based off of that inspiration. Sadie, don't you know we love you, sweet. So um, that's it. You write. Well, you have, you, you know, <laughs> Bruce, you have, you have mm-hmm. absolutely such an incredible career. It would take me two hours to try to get into, really, because you have something that's very unique. One, you have uh, a unique octave voice. Here you are, you're a pianist, you taught yourself how to play. You have an ear, you have perfect pitch. You were a backup singer to vocalists like Dionne Warwick and Johnny Matthews, The Whispers, Melba Moore, and you also had Luther Vandross, the late Luther Vandross, to sing with you on a project. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you have had so many experiences, and I'm just sort of naming them off because really, and uh, Stevie Wonder was so impressed with your vocal ability because here you are, you're a songwriter, you're a pianist, you can sing, you have perfect, perfect ear, and you're able to write these great songs. But it's interesting that you have had so many song hits, Bruce, and I really want to commend you for that, and that not until 2010 that you released your first solo mini-album album CD and the single, I Want to Be Mellow. And that hit, yes. number one, all over the United States and globally. So I just want to commend you for all that you've done. I mean, truly, you have done so much. When you look back, would you have ever realized, you know, even as that young kid, that 14-year-old standing on the stage of his high school, nervous, thinking about singing, and had to push yourself up because you were afraid, that you would be so successful that, that, that really, that you ever realized that you would make such a significant contribution to the yeah. world of music? Did that no, ever occur? No. Not really. Um, I, I just uh, I used to admire Holland Dozer and Holland and Nick Ashford and Ellery Simpson and Burt Bacharach and Hal Davis. They were my 
three um, mentors I, I love, uh, Isaac Hayes. These were the people that I patterned, studied their patterns, and they made an influence on me. But knowing that you can write music and you can model yourself after some people and then actually do it, and then you appear on a James Taylor's album with them, it's like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> wow. I look back you know, at, at the, where I came and to where I am. And yep. uh, kind of my. I, I just have one question for you as we because we're getting near the end of the show. I just mm -hmm. have one question, and I I know. Were there any regrets? Have you None. had any regrets? If you could name, None. if you had one regret, maybe not any. No, I, because basically all the things that have happened, good and bad, mm -hmm. uh, would not have happened if I had not taken a chance. Now, as far as getting out of a bad situation, that takes a that takes a little guts. Yes, takes a little it guts. Does. You, you have to uh, recognize when to uh, hold up, when to hold up, when to fold up. So I've heard I that expression: when to hold them or fold them. <laughs> uh, I think that's funny. I have a, I have uh, one last question for you. Mm -hmm. If you had to place, if you had to place a banner on any site, where would you place it, and what would it say? We don't have much time, so be quick. <laughs> well, dig deep, move forward, bravely into tomorrow, because your future and destiny is waiting for you. So move forward to the future. Move forward. Dig deep. So you can't do it without being brave. You got to be okay. brave. Okay. Move forward. Dig deep. Be brave. You're and where would you put that? Where would you put that banner? If you had to place it hmm. on any site, where would you place it? Oh well, you know, um, I have so many particular sites, um, social social media sites. No, no, like that a banner, cool. like like a poster in New York or someplace where, you know, a big billboard. Oh. oh, that would be definitely Times Square. Times Square. Love it. So <laughs> move forward, dig deep, and be brave. Did I correct? Did I quote you correctly? That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. Oh, Bruce Oz from Florida for taking time from your busy schedule to share with my listeners today your progress, your success. And I tell you, it has been a tremendous opportunity. Your book is called Growing Up in the Sound of Philadelphia from the Inside Out. And so those of you who'd like to get that book, it's at Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Growing Up in the Sound of Philadelphia from the Inside Out. So if you want to get more of his story, you can get that. And as I close the show today, I want you to remember, listeners, that every success story is a tale of constant adaption, revision, and change. If we do not change, we do not grow. Absolutely. One can choose to go back toward safety 
or forward towards growth. Bruce Howes Thank you. made a choice to go forward towards growth. He could have stayed in college, but he chose not going back towards home and safety, but forward towards growth. And as we go through these challenging times, and Bruce, if you have so aptly today shared your story, shared your heart, what happened to you when you were young, some of your success writings, the basic ingredients for your hit songs, and one who never rested on his laurels, you wrote a book. Tell me, what, did you, what inspired you to write this book quickly in one word? What inspired you to write that book? on the industry of the South of Philadelphia. And I said, mm-hmm. if they can write about me, I can write about me. Very good. Well, <laughs> they can get that book, Growing Up in the Sound of Philadelphia from the Inside Out. So, my listeners, I want to thank you so much today. Again, remember, you can choose to go back towards safety or you can go forward towards growth. Remember, transformation is one step and one day at a time. And this is Dr. Barbara Young signing off until next Transformational Tuesday. And again, I want to thank my guest, Mr. Bruce Howells, for being on the show today. Thank you, Bruce, and have a blessed day and stay safe. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for replays of the show weekly on the Voice America Business Channel and the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, have an outstanding week.